Hello, is that Katie? Yes, it is. It's Tony hi. and Ryan. Oh my god, hi. Hi, how are you? Sorry, I'm just so oh, how are you? Yeah, we're well. So have we caught you on a night out? Bike ride. Yeah, I'm out for a bike ride, so I'm like out of breath. Oh my okay. Okay, some people do exercise. We get it, mate. Yeah. So yeah. Off. Rub it in. Yeah, sure. Hey, uh, will you approve this episode? <laughs> of course I will. Yay! Hi, it's Katie from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and I approve this podcast. Happy Wednesday to ya. Happy Wednesday to ya. Welcome. Happy Wednesday. To the Tony and Ryan podcast. Hi, I'm hey, Tony. Keep going, keep going, Tony. No, you talked over me. You obviously wanted me to stop. Do you know that while we were in the car, I, I forgot to bring this up on the podcast. Last week we did a little road trip mm-hmm. and in the car you said, you sure, while you were driving, you said, you sure you don't want to go to sleep? And I was like, no, I'll stay up and keep talking to you. You were like, okay. <laughs> Just... were, were you a bit sick of me? You didn't want to hear me talking anymore? Because I like to talk. Cause I know, I, I know. Did, would you have, like, honesty time, would mm. you have preferred that I shut up for a bit? No, I was more just like I didn't want you to feel like you had to because I know sure. you like a people plea. Like you wanted to do the right thing by me. Oh. And I was more like, hey, hey, like I know you like want to, but I'm like, it's actually fine. Right. I know you would never accept that as an answer. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so. But. Did you want me to shut up? Because I hope that you know if you ever did want me, obviously not during the podcast because, you know. Yeah, how about now? It, I just want you to be okay with what you're doing. But I, but I know it's not in your nature at all to give a fuck about yourself because you're always concerned and taking care of the other people. And I was just trying to go, hey, mate, you do you. But and and you're like, you, I, don't, I don't understand. But did you want me to be quiet? See, you're not understanding the question here. You're not understanding my question. Did you? Were you like, no. can you just shut up? No. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. But were you? No. Were you? You're giving me a bit of a cock look. My cock look is because this is the thing. I'm like, I just, I don't want to have two hours talking about if it's okay to talk. <laughs> I feel like we're at a place where if you said, can you just please be quiet for a minute? I'd be like, all right. I don't think we're at that place. You'd think about it later. No, but I'd rather know. You get home and you go, hey, Torbs, Ryan told me to be quiet. No, but I'd rather you said that and that I know rather than later be like, I think I talked too much, which is obviously what I've done. Mm. I'd rather that if you just said, it's like I'd rather people just tell me what they wanted. If they're like, can you actually stop doing that? I'd be like, okay. I think I would, in hindsight now, yeah. I would have rather you been quiet at the time, yeah. not because of the car trip, but just so I didn't have to have this conversation right now. That's not mean. From August 8th, you can listen for free on Spotify. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm allowed to fucking say anything. See? See? <laughs> this is exactly my point. Like, nah. You can be completely honest here, mate. It's a judgment-free zone as long as you say the right fucking answer. Normal or nah, having this conversation with your best friend. <laughs> I, I just want you to live your best life. And I am. Great. Normal or nah. Now this is a controversial one, which is... Uh, I actually regret putting this on the list. Oh. Normal or nah? Telling your friend to stop talking. I didn't. And you can see the trouble it would have caused if I did. Can't you see? You can see this playing out. Normal or nah? Cheese dreams. 
Normal or nah? Oh, I've never had one. Really? So nah for me, I eat a lot of cheese and I don't think I've ever had a cheese-induced nightmare or odd dream. So Emily Bradford, (gasps) go on. Oh, my God. No, I, it doesn't really relate, but I know that you hate Dream Chat. I know. That's and why I, was I don't gonna, like this story. And I was going to write it down on my prep for, to talk about on the show today, and I was like, Ryan will hate that. But it's kind of come up organically, so I'm going to say it. During the week, I had a very graphic dream, a very realistic dream mm-hmm. about a friend that I went to uni with, her water breaking. Really? Yes. And Wait, what night did you have that? So I had it on Monday night. What did we have for dinner on Monday night? We're at the pub. And what did you and palma. Leah and Sarah order on the side? I had a palmer. Oh, the baked brie. So you guys had baked brie, then you had a cheese-covered palmer, then you had a freaky dream. Don't at okay. me with the no cheese dream. You've been living this life. But I don't think it was a cheese dream. I think I'm a psychic. Don't fucking know. Because she no. went into labour. She's had the baby. Who? Sophie, my friend from uni, she's pregnant in real life. Did you know she was pregnant? Yes. So if your part, your friend, so if your friend's thirty nine weeks pregnant, and you predicted she'd have a baby in the next week, that's not psyche. That's the circle of life. No, 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 no. But the fact that I had it that night, mm. then she had a seventy two hour labour or something. Yep. And I didn't find out that she'd had the baby until like yesterday. But did you know she was pregnant? Yeah, of course I knew she was pregnant. So then you're not psychic. They just told you. No, I didn't. I'm not saying that I knew she was pregnant. I'm saying the day that she had it. That night I had a dream that she went into labour. I'm also a psychic and I predict tomorrow will be Thursday. No, but if someone's pregnant, you don't know what day they're going to give birth. True. And she was like overdue. So she was due any day now. But it didn't necessarily, wasn't going to be the day that I dreamt it. <laughs> and what else happened in the dream? Was it a crazy, freaky birth? Or no, it literally, specific? I just had the dream that she, her waters broke and that I was like, oh, my God, Sophie, we have to get you to the hospital. Would you be good in a crisis? Yes. Yeah? Yep. So when shit goes down, the baby's on the way, fuck, Tony. Because my emotions just leave the room and I'm like, we've got to do this thing. Really? Yep. That's good to know. Yep. That's good to know. Like if you went into labour right now, I could fix it. Would you birth my baby? Yes. It'd be an honour. Keep your hands out of there until that time, though. Yeah. So I'm a psychic. And we'll find out tomorrow if I'm a psychic as well, if it is. No, but it's not the same thing. Because, you like, you know it's going to be Thursday tomorrow. I didn't know that she was going to have a baby. Like Except for the fact she was due. No, but you are such a (laughs) c*** about these things. Did you, Jess? Yeah, I did. Because I didn't know that she was going to have a baby a that day. Amazing. Thank you. I'll take that. Have I done something to fuck you off? <laughs> yeah. What? You just don't get what I'm saying. I, I don't understand. But like. The other night, um, Bridget and I were both tired and grumpy. Yeah. And um, I said, hey, I'm a bit tired and grumpy today. Um, you're a bit tired and grumpy. At least. Is this on Thursday? I can't remember. Um. And I said, at least we can just both appreciate that we're tired and grumpy and, yep. and put our hand up and go, hey, at least we're tired. We're both tired and grumpy. Yep. Let's just be tired and grumpy together. At least we're not tired and grumpy with each other. And it, yeah. Yeah, and Bridget goes, well, I, well, that's, I am sort of tired and grumpy at you. And I was, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like I've drawn attention to this. 
I was like, at least we're not angry at each other. I'm angry at you. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Okay. Well, I'm not angry right. with you. That That's fucked that. Great. Okay. Um, the big woot. I get some weird as fuck cheese dreams, but I love cheese so much I will never stop. Do you think you have cheese dreams? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think I've ever had one before. Apart from, you know, potentially last week. Yep. Emily Bradford said, I have really bizarre and inexplicable fever dreams. My poor boyfriend thinks I've lost it when I describe these vivid as fuck dreams to him. He thinks I'm crazy, but I think it's normal. Now, Pollyanna Bruce, uh, no relation to Pollyanna Bruce, is there's a lady at my work who doesn't... <laughs> It's fine. There's a lady at my work who doesn't eat cheese after midday because she's scared of the dreams. You know, people like don't have coffee in the afternoon. Yeah. I'll be up all night. So if a cheese, you know, after lunch comes around, she's like, oh, no. I'm planning, the dreams. I'm planning on being asleep in eight hours' time. I, I couldn't. And she's just drawn the line. After midday, no cheese. What a sad life. Yeah. So she's never had a palmer for dinner. She's never had a cheese board at 6 p.m. or something. Imagine all the restrictions in your life. No cheese after midnight. Oh, my God. It's why I don't want children because you can't eat soft cheese while you're pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Normal or nah, going to the bathroom while on your phone and turning the sink on, pretending that you're washing your hands or doing the dishes so the other person on the phone can't hear the pee. This has been sent in by Kimberly Ann Jr. I'm going to say nah. Too much work. Kimberly also says um, she'll hit someone up with a juicy question knowing it'll be a long answer. So you can mute yourself. So you can mute yourself yeah. and then do your business. Have yeah, you done that? I've done that. I've done that to you. I've been like, oh, mate, what do you reckon about this thing? And then just muted you and... You've been to the toilet whilst on the phone to me. Yeah, of course. And you called me as a C-U-N-T. <laughs> and then that's I, not a, that, I don't think that that's a dick thing to do. No, I don't think so. Wait, it's, it's not a dick thing. I just... I, it's interesting. Is it? I didn't think you'd have the – I thought you'd be too nervous that you'd be outed or you're pretty confident when you ask me a juicy question, you go, fuck, here he goes. But also if you <laughs> – but also if you said, are you in the bathroom, I'd be like, yeah. Like, I don't – Have you ever spoken to me while sitting on the toilet? Yes, I just said that. Like, actually, like, you're speaking, not just on mute and listening, but actually talking to me. Oh, no, 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 it's always like if yeah. I'm muted. But, like, or if you go – if you're like, you know what I mean? And I go, yeah. And then mute myself again and then you. I'm going to have to pay close attention. I'm randomly going to be mid-story and be like, isn't that right, Tony? Yeah. T- sing the alphabet. <laughs> yeah. And then it's in the echoey. Like, Does that sound like a bathroom? Yeah. And the <laughs> toilet like flushing in the background or something. Um, yeah, no, I, but I wouldn't go to the effort of running the water. What a waste of water. Yeah. I reckon just, or just be like, can I call you back in 30 seconds? I've just like, I'm desperate for a wee, but I really want to keep talking to you. Yeah. I think that's fine. That's what fine. would you do? Um, I I have. Have you muted while you're on the phone to me? Not to you, but I have I have muted in the past. You've just got to, and you've got IBS, so sometimes you just need to fucking I'll, get it out, and you know it'll only take a second. I I just like to point out that Tony has diagnosed me with IBS, and not anyone of a medical doctor. Yeah, that was just me. Yeah, but I mean, I've done, t- I've done tests, mate. I'd love to be diagnosed with something because that would imply that I knew what the fuck was going on. Well, I used to work at an IBS app called Nerva, yeah, so, so t- I I'm a Doctor, basically. Yeah, well, so you've told me. Doctor Tony Lodge. Doctor Tony Lodge. <laughs> um, but I think with you, because you went past that stage, like, hey, mate, I got to pay. I'll call you back. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I don't think that that would bother me. Yeah. Uh, normal or now? Asking for practical gifts like a backpack or an air fryer for your birthday. Jess Pratt. My partner told me that these gifts weren't like 
romantic and he wants the present to be some sort of gesture and that these kind of weren't ticking that box. But I really want these practical things that I'll actually use. Yep. And she's like, when I use them, I'll be like, oh, my boyfriend bought this. I'll think of him every time I actually use it. I'll use the air fryer. I'll wear the backpack. But yep. if we go to some like dinner, like sure, it's great. But like I actually just want need this stuff in my life. I'm kind of Natalie and Brawlia, kind of torn mm. because, yes, I like the idea of getting a practical gift because it's actually going to get used. Yeah. And because then you're like, oh, I just, it saves me buying it for myself. Yeah. Um, but I do also enjoy being like, here's something you would never buy for yourself. Like, mm. here's something bougie that, like, I know you want or you've had your eye on for ages. And I know that you're probably not going to go and splurge on that thing just for you because you're like, oh, I don't really need it. So it's, I, I get it, but I don't really know what side I sit on. Like, Tors bought me my laptop. Really? Yeah. Like, it was like birthday, Christmas. But, birthday um, slash Christmas slash, hey, I know you need a laptop for work or whatever. Let me get that for you. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, because I don't really want anything else, but I really need this thing. And he was like, oh, mate, yeah, let's just get you that for your birthday. Like, Hell yeah. Um, so that, and I use this every day. Is he your partner, Torbs, together for, it almost be 10, like doing it for 10 years almost, almost. together for nine? Yeah. Something like that. Would, I don't see him as like, a big romantic gesture guy. Is that fair to say or am I not seeing what's going on behind closed doors? He, nah, he, he's very sweet. Because if there was like a scale of like practical to gesture. Yeah. Like he'd maybe, and that, and I mean that's a ridiculous because you can be both, but like he, I would, for him to get this laptop or for him to show that he cares about you, it is doing something for you, helping you, fixing yeah. that thing. Like he yes. is a very practical, helpful yeah. guy. It's like acts of service is his, his like love language. Yeah. yeah. So, but does he still have a bit of a romantic gesture in there? But it's like. Pedals you know, on the bed. Oh, no, nothing like that. But also because I'm like, who needs, like, I don't need There's that practical thing. gifts, and I'm just going to put it out there. Rose petals on a bed is actually really fucking impractical. It's actually, no pun intended, a pain in the ass. Have you ever done that? No. I just think, like, I've, the clean-up, what a pain in the I've turned up to a hotel where they've, like, had a thing oh, prepared, and I'm just like. Fuck that. Yeah, then you just brush it off to the side. Eventually, you just, well, i got to fucking sleep here, mate. Like, I just, br- what? got to sleep here. Oh, sorry. When I say brush it off to the side, I mean throw it offside <laughs> in a blaze of glory and power and rampant lovemaking. Um, practical gifts from Torbs, but acts of service, like, you know, he'll put the hot water bottle in bed before I hop in because he knows it'll be cold. Or, yeah, I'll say, oh, one of the keys on my keyboard is, like, getting a bit stuck or, you know, or yep. I knocked it off, whatever. He'll, like, fix it and be like, oh, and I bought you a new phone charger because you said that yours wasn't, you know, he does lots of things like that. I'm down for a practical gift. Yeah. I'm with Jess Pratt. I'm all about, yeah. And we've just talked about this before. I'm not like a minimalist. It certainly is not my personality, but yeah. I just don't like stuff. You hate stuff. I think because I've moved around for work, there's only so many times you pack up a house and repack that you just go, yeah. do we really need to pack that and unpack it again? Yeah. And not do we use need it? that knickknack? Yeah. Yeah. And so Bridget, my wife, oh, she used to have like, these she listens, mate. She Don't does. Forget. She knows this. I've told her. Okay. She used to have like a bunch of like sticks. That sounds lovely. And they're like maybe like a smudge stick or like. Oh, some... like sage. Yeah, maybe. And then, but these sticks were like, if you had like a, a bookshelf or a dresser table, you know, that'd be 
presented nicely and it was like this yeah. whatever. And so I'm, was it like a bundle of st- like in a ribbon or something or just like? There might have been a bit of that, but then there were some others that just like looked, they were just like decorative ornaments. Yeah. And they got to the stage and I was like, babe, actually I would never say that. Why? We've been incepted by that guy at the restaurant that said babe last week. I think that maybe you're just a babe guy. Maybe that's what I'm learning. Bridget's going to listen to this and go, Who the fuck is that? That doesn't sound like my husband. And They're, those sticks weren't mine. Sticks are, I've never seen BJ a stick brought mine. them in out from outside. <laughs> that, now, that's a good reason for a stick. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not. We've packed up these sticks from Canberra and moved to Perth. Now I've got to unpack the stick and just sit them there for a few years. And then we've got to repack. Enough with the sticks. But sometimes things are just nice. I don't like nice things. No, but like. I'm in a bad mood today. I don't like nice yeah, things. Yeah, I don't know why you're in a bad I mood. I don't like ba- nice things. But like sometimes. You want a stick. Things are just nice. They don't do anything. They don't really help anyway. They don't aid you. What's but you're you've allowed got? to just like stuff. I don't like stuff. What have you got in your house that you like that has no, like, I guess, that is just a nice to have and not a practical, I need to use this? Do you, um, do you have, like, little bits and pieces? That- we don't really have lots of knickknacks, um, but, like, I guess plants or candles or whatever. Um, yeah. That kind of thing. Yep, yep. I guess a plant could be considered a knickknack. But see, your sticks have leaves on them. I'm all about that. But I just think sometimes, like, you can be you, and this is not the royal you, this is you, Ryan. This is, and me right now. I think, I'm all worked up. Yeah, I think that sometimes you can get caught up in being like, oh, I just hate stuff. But sometimes there are things that are just nice and it's just like a bit sentimental or like, yeah, it looks lovely and it makes your house feel really homey. Things can just be nice. I'm in a bad mood. Yeah, I don't know why. What's wrong? It's all Jess Pratt's fault. I don't say that about Jess. She loves her sticks. (laughs) That's what she's told me. Um, (laughs) Okay. uh, Righto. Uh, Final normal or nah? Oh, this is my area. Do you need to take a moment? This is my area. Do you need to take a moment? Do you feel? No. Okay. Although if you keep telling me I need a moment. Whoa. Whoa. No, no, I'm all good. This is uh, from Dylan Bowling. Normal or nah? Eating leftover pizza cold. Normal or nah? Normal. Eat it cold. Yeah. Uh, Dylan says he prefers cold because warming it up makes it soggy and disgusting. You've got to heat pizza up in the oven. That's genius. You've got to put the box back in the oven. I've got a real bachelor hack. Yeah. And by bachelor hack, I mean a piece of shit boy that doesn't know how to cook. And Do you mean hackchula? A hackchula. Today on the hackchula. <laughs> You put the pizza on a plate to put in the microwave, obviously. Yep. Because, heaven forbid, a hackula would ever p- turn an oven on. Yes. I lived in a house with that fridge for six months and mum came over and goes, oh, how does the oven work? And I was like, mate, couldn't tell <laughs> Never used it. How could you never use your oven? Yeah, it's too hard. Hackchulas don't, don't oh do ovens. Oh, my God. Anyway. But to avoid the melting. The soggy the bottom. Yeah. You get a glass of water and put it in the microwave with it. I have heard that. It works. Does it? It does. But how easy would it just be to, like, put the pizza in the oven at a low temperature for 40 minutes and then it's just, like, ready when you're ready? Okay, I think I found the issue here. And, I mean, issue for us idiot hackchulas. <laughs> when you say 40 minutes, oh, whoa, whoa. That's how long it would take to get delivered anyway. No, but if you've got, like, leftovers, it'll take yeah. 40 seconds in the microwave. <sighs> Maybe it's just because us boys are idiots and we don't like to wait and it's, like I said, for me turning on the oven to preheating, oh, who's got the time? <laughs> Doing? <laughs> Collect, not collecting S- sticks. Yeah, not saving buying. time to do fuck all <laughs> with. <laughs> yeah, that pretty much sums it up. What a terrible hack. <laughs> 
Hi, this is Katie from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and you're listening to Tony and Ryan. Shout out to a few of our champion tablers over at our Patreon. Uh, thanks to Katie, Terry Simmons, Helen Brown, Lauren Hapke, Christy Heron. Thank you so much. Gemma Delbora. Thank you. Matt Stevens, Lucy Grant, Isabel Hart and Liam Garside. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us. Love to see that. Um, last week I told um, a story about um, poop soup. The poo, the yeah. poo stew. So um, our toilet got blocked mm. uh, and... I had to very embarrassingly go into the Bunnings and buy a plunger. I uh, got recognised by multiple people at the Bunnings, which is pretty embarrassing. And then, like, with the towel between my legs, uh, I had to kind of, like, hide the plunger on the way out of the store. And I just think we've joked about, like, are you mature enough to buy condoms or toilet paper? Yes, yeah. I'm not. I'm happy to say I still feel like an idiot yep. and cringe. A you just pl- feel like... Ugh. A plunger is, like... Real next level. I was very vulnerable. Like yeah. in that moment, how vulnerable are you that you're, yeah. Completely. Uh, but thankfully a few people have come out of the woodwork and supported me and said, Tony, I'm part of the Poop Stew gang. You're not alone, uh, babe. You're not alone. Uh, and I wanted to share a couple because, fuck, they have sent me. Welcome. Uh, so Samantha Daku, she sent this through on Patreon. I work in a very small town, like 20 people in Whoa. the town. That's so not a, a town, that's a service station. <laughs> So it's a big farming area yeah, yeah, and yeah. they've got like a really small actual like amount of people living on the, the main drag. I'm yeah. guessing there's one street. One street, yep. Um, and she works in the hardware store in Saskatchewan. Hello to Saskatchewan. Hey, Samantha. Welcome. Big dog. Uh, my best friend was renting the house across the back alley and she generously offered her house to me so I could eat lunch there and she worked out of town so the house was always yep. empty during the day. One day, this is Samantha, I really had to poo, so ran across to her house uh, instead of going, like, in the shop because you imagine you're probably working with a few old blokes and you don't really want to, like, go in and do a poo while they're there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a bit awkward and and old blokes in a hardware store. You can only imagine the state of the toilet in The state of that room. Yeah. Um, Samantha says... Someone burn a match. (laughs) Uh, it was a really big poo, like a mega poo, is what Samantha says. Uh, yeah, uh, she didn't own a plunger. The friend, there's no plunger in the house. Luckily, our store had plungers in stock, so she runs back <laughs> to the store. She's her own Bunnings. Gra- yeah, <laughs> grabs uh, grabs a plunger. Yep fixes up the business and he's like, I'm just going to pay for this at the end of the day. Anyway, as she's walking out of the um, store to try and be sneaky, of course one of the guys called her out and said, hey, Sam, why do you have a plunger? Which alerted the rest of the staff, you know, the other three people that live in the town. Oh, what's going on? To the plunger. And she was so embarrassed and had to tell them that she'd blocked up the toilet at her friend's place across the road. And they all had a good laugh. And then fast forward to Sam's wedding, all of the staff pitched in for a a gift and they bought her a plunger. They didn't but at her wedding. But not just any plunger. They bought a two, like two plungers and like put a ribbon around them. So it's like his and hers <laughs> plungers. <laughs> 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 I don't. I don't know if that's beautiful and cute. Or hey, keep the toilet humor off my wedding day. What I I I mean. I, I love an inside joke. Yeah. So I, and I'm pretty. I'm an open book. Obviously, I talked about my poop soup on but this fucking podcast. At the wedding, then people go, "Oh, that's a funny personal joke." What happened? 
I mean, the other people at the wedding were probably all live in the town. There's probably yeah. only five of them there. She probably married the guy that owned the hardware <laughs> store. Um, we got another story from Mason Falvey on um, Patreon. Shout out to Tony and Ryan for being there for me when I was stuck in an elevator for almost two hours today with a dog with IBS. Oh, my God. So the My worst nightmare. So the puppy was whining, really had to go in the morning, and he went, oh, I'm just going to go back to sleep for 30 minutes. Surely he can hang on. 30 minutes pass by and goes, fuck, I've got to take this dog out. It's fucking going nuts. So jump in the lift. The lift goes and stops. Oh. And this dog like looks up at the owner and is like, I don't know how I'm going to go here. Uh, they end up stuck in there. <laughs> the doors won't open. They're trapped with the, the dog and the guy. They're trapped alone. They're like calling people to try and be like, hey, I'm stuck in the elevator. I don't know what to do. The dog lets out this big fart. <laughs> poor guy. Yeah, I know, poor, poor puppy. Because the puppy, puppy is just like, I know I'm not allowed to go inside, but I can't hold on to Nature it. Nature is doing its thing. Exactly right. The dog does this fart and kind of looks, you know how dogs kind of do that, like oh, the, that eye up. That kinda, puppy dog That look, puppy dog look, exactly. And kind of saying sorry, and the fart was just like Rancid. acid smell. Lucky you weren't in an airtight box. Oh, hang on a second. Oh. You're stuck in a lift. Anyway, so they're fucking dying in there together. The dog's like, doing zoomies in the lift and the people are ringing. They're like, we're on our way, we're on our way. All of a sudden the dog's like, I can't fucking hold it anymore and goes to squat in the corner of the lift. Mm. Can you just imagine? Anyway, when all of a sudden... The doors fucking fly open yes. and the dog piss bolts. Oh, don't say piss bolts. Piss bolts out of the lift, out into the courtyard. Yeah. And it just like the poor dog. Oh, what a hero. St- I know. That poor little thing. And I've got a picture of the puppy, little husky. Happy to be free again. Look and at that big smile. Happy and as last. Wouldn't you have a big smile like that if you've just let out something oh. you've been holding in for a while? Oh, my God. And finally, a story from Andre. It happened when I was in year five. We were on our way back to school after a trip to the beach. Uh, we live in London, so it was a really long coach trip. So you know how in oh, yeah, yeah. they've got like those big buses with like the toilets down the back? Yep. Oh, yep. Andre's mum packed him a lovely big lunch full of junk food so I had been kind of like eating through the day yep. and realised needed to go to the bathroom mid-journey. They weren't pulling over. They weren't stopping anywhere. So he yep. goes, I've got to go to the toilet on the back of the coach. In the toilet there. Yeah. Walks towards the back of the coach where the toilet is, opened up the door and the light didn't work but needed to go so badly, couldn't hold it anymore, so just went in there and was like, you know, I've done this before, probably going to be okay. Once I take a seat, surely how far could it go? Exactly right. Uh, My insides were coming out of me and while doing my business, the coach hit a speed bump or like a pothole or something (gasps) and all of the, you know how like when you go into a plane toilet and they're quite shallow? Yeah. Oh, oh no. It hit a bump and all of the poo came, like, slid out of the toilet onto the floor no. and Andre's trousers. Oh, even on the floor is bad enough. Yep. Oh, Andre. Yep. Oh, Andre. Oh, uh, sorry. I tried my best to clean it up but it went everywhere and I ended up just smearing it in. This poor kid is just, like, moving shit around in the dark. Literally. In the dark, of course. Oh. Yeah. Fuck I was- Andre. Shh. Shit. Shit, yeah. I was in full panic because the whole coach would know that I'd shit on my trousers. So I exited the toilet hoping that no one would notice, but it ended up stinking up the whole coach for the rest of the journey back to school. And kids are so cruel. He would not Ca- have lived that down the whole time he went to that school. Oh, my God. And uh, he finishes off saying, not to sound like a knockoff Ryan John Dunn, 
but the whole experience was harrowing. Well, good use of the word harrowing. Andre. Fuck, isn't that just so traumatising? You'd never go back to school. Like, that's it. Like, see ya. See ya, get a trade. <sighs> um, my love to see it today. To, to shift Thanks gears. Thanks for sharing, Andre. Uh, Andre, I did say, Andre, would you like me to use a fake name? And he said, it happened years ago. It's okay. Uh, but bless you, because that's fucking... Thank you for sharing. That's horrible. Oh, poor guy. I know. Poor guy. And how mean are children? Oh, ch- they just say such horrible and shit. they never forget shit. No, they don't. They never, ever forget. They're like elephants. Great memories. Um, just to loop back onto how I am now a psychic, uh, this uh, went a bit viral on Twitter yeah. and it's like a text conversation. You know how, like, people post a screenshot of their texts? Yep. Uh, someone's husband um, has message saying, is he a youth medium? Obviously talking about yep. their child. And the mum has texted back, like a child psychic... No. And they said, no, like the T-shirt like, size. Does he want a large or a small? Yeah. And they said, oh, literally that's all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pop it in the thread because it's so funny to read, but she's just like, a child psychic? Nah. Why would he be a psychic? Was that the, the uh, if we're talking about uh, mums who don't get it. Oh, yeah. I also have you love to see it. Oh, great. Uh, this is from Christy. Uh, my mum sat down on a plane Right, and do you, when you sit on a plane, Tony, you just, oh, g'day, mate, how you going? Like, just say hello when you sit down next to someone. Yeah, if it's a random, because yeah, you know you're going to be sitting next to each other for a couple a while, of hours, yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> Christy's mum just goes, oh, hey, how you doing? Um, where are you off to today? Mum. <laughs> and the guy just goes, hopefully the same place as you. That's very funny. (laughs) Oh, and she's just trying to be polite. Oh, where are you off to? Yeah, because imagine everyone in the airport, they make you a coffee. Oh, where are you off to today? Oh, I'm off to the Gold Coast. Yeah. Have a great day. Here's your coffee. And so it must just be. Oh, mum. Yeah. Oh, mate, if our plane's going to the same place. Hopefully we both end up there. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, "Uh ah, yeah. And then had to sit there. You know when you make a shit joke and then you want to leave? Then she has to sit next to this bloke for two hours just going, I'm a fucking idiot. Oh, my God. And you know when you jump on a plane, if you see anyone handsome or anyone good-looking, you're like, we're going to fall in love. Are we together? Is this... We on? Yeah, well, Christy's mum wasn't getting it on with this bloke. Yeah, fuck. Oh, mum. Oh, bloody hell. How embarrassing. Can we do a story about... what? Is there a saying for that uh, airport tension? What do you mean? When you see a good-looking person and in any other... Like, if you see someone else on a bus, you're not like, we're going to live together. No, but on a plane. But Hollywood has taught us that if you see a hot girl in an airport... Yeah. Hope you enjoy the same food because you're eating it together for the rest of your life. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I will have the fucker chia for $13. Thank you so much. Something to look forward to tomorrow. Yes. Two things. A... We will find out if I am, in fact, a psychic. Mm-hmm. And B, I will be in a better mood tomorrow. Mm. I'm to say that. Wish I was a psychic and I could let you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a psychic and I'll predict you're still going to be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Also, my meowvy rap tomorrow. Yeah, was- Not a twister rap. Sorry, sorry. KFC. <laughs> Not interested in sponsoring <laughs> us. <laughs> Love you, bye.